Welcome to the bar, come on and pull up a seat And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations, yeah. Welcome to the modern reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne and building right back in here. Another Tuesday, super excited as always. Becoming these speakers through your earbuds, waving to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And I love to start the show the same way by thanking the listeners. Thank you guys for listening to the bar, sharing the bar, tuning in to the bar, telling your friends and family about the bar podcast. Super excited about the new listeners tuning in, uh, finding this. This is the gateway drug to reform theology, I like to say. Um, and what I do every week is bring in awesome guests. This brother I've known for a good while, man, has been doing a lot of awesome work and doing some work behind the scenes. And I decided to put him behind the microphone uh on my side of the game he's actually had me on his podcast um and and i'm grateful for that man but i have on none other than my brother buddy man what's going on brother man i'm good man i'm grateful to be here with you man thank you yes sir this is a long time coming my friend so those that don't know who you are man just kind of give a little brief background man share what you want to share a personal professional got the spot to do that right here appreciate it well uh i'm buddy as stated uh, before I live in this town called Bowie, Maryland. Uh, it's right outside of DC, about 11, 12 miles outside of DC. Uh, and you know, I'm the host of a podcast called the truth talks podcast. Uh, it's basically me getting discipled by my pastor. That's really what it is. Cause I got a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of questions and I need a lot of answers from a lot of, uh, theology that I've been taught over, many, many years. Uh, and you know, I needed some correction on that. So I am, uh, the husband of one wife and the, uh, father of four, uh, beautiful girls, one granddaughter. Uh, and sometimes it feels like I have six wives. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get that, man. I get that. Yeah. Uh, my house is full of women as well. Um, even the dog is a girl. So you know, I just can't, yeah, win. I I can't win, man. So I got a boy but dog, but he never backs me up. So oh. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, got your back, dog. Hey, he's smart. Yeah, Actually, he's side with the women. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, that's hilarious. So, uh, man, let's, let's talk about that background, man. I, you know, you you mentioned on your podcast, you know, you never heard my story. What what's the buddy story, man? Because I want to hear uh, the background that you're talking about, and then we'll get into, you know, meeting the, your current pastor and, and your actual podcast and, and kind of some details there. So let's start with your background. Well, I'm gonna say something that's probably uh, controversial to some of your listeners, but <laughs> I am I am reformed from Baptist. Mm. <laughs> and and the reason why reformed from Southern Baptist and and that's not a knock on my Southern Baptist friends you know I got a lot of those people that you know are Baptist everything but um I was uh every single church that I've gone to that's been Baptist it's been one of those uh mixes of word of faith prosperity 
um, mm-hmm. and a little bit few and far between. I mean, all of those things. And that's what I grew up in. Uh, I was born into a church in D.C. that was, you know, it, it was it was it was more one of those civil rights movement type of churches because they were right downtown D.C. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you you had to everybody had on uh, uh, those shoes. I can't, I, it, I, the, you know, the shoes I'm talking about. I, I, it's Stacy Adams. They had on them Stacy Adams shoes with the with the shiny suits, and you know they they you know it's it's one of those situations where they were that's what they did, and you know um it it was it was one of those type of churches. Black was was the what everything revolved around. They had to have a black everything, and you know they were they were you know coming up from slavery basically. That's mm-hmm. that's whole, their whole mindset. Uh, move fast forward into another church where my mom, you know, she really thought that she was you know, getting into a better place because the pastor didn't hoot. You know, she's like, mm-hmm. you know, the pastor, the pastor kind of just sat and spoke instead of the, well, you know, uh-huh, the, the Hammond uh-huh. B3 behind, you know, yes, all sir. that. So, <laughs> so it was actually a Hammond. It, was a, it wasn't no B behind. It, that's B. Old. Yeah, it was just a Hammond. So, uh, <laughs> right, right. So, um, so that's kind of where I came from. And then coming to the newer church, it was, it was a mix between, like uh, the old black gospel, you know, him, not hymns, but I say spirituals, not the hymns, yeah. but the spirituals yeah. and a mix between that and what you would consider uh, integrity music. So uh, like the like the stuff that sounded like it was a Hebrew something like Jehovah Jireh, my uh, provide. So it was a it was a it was a, a solid mix between those two. And, you know. But what happened was slid into there was the theology of kind of like that word of faith. Like you need to sow into the ministry. Uh, you need to have faith. You know, you don't have enough faith. And, you know, that's kind of where it came from. So I grew up literally my entire life under that type of theology where um, it was OK to have women ministers, women pastors, women elders. And mm. if your church didn't have that, then there was a problem. You didn't have mm. the spirit in your church. The spirit of God didn't dwell in your church because you had this. And then, you know, there were uh, there were a lot of people that came from all different because my church in this area it, it started to grow. Mm. And uh, funny enough, this church we were up to about 3000 people um, for at that time was a pretty big church in this area. Now, you know, Prince George's County, Maryland and DC is the home of some serious mega churches, 10, 20, 30,000 people. Uh, 3000 was big. And uh, I remember we didn't get all the permitting and all everything to move into our building. So we actually put a tent out in the parking lot, a big mm. huge circus tent that held 3000 people. And uh, we had healing services. Uh, I had Prophet Bernard Jordan. Uh, and I say that with air quotes. I think he's a super prophet Bishop Bernard yeah. Jordan now. Like he's yeah. he's like he's gotten super all mega. the rings. Yeah. yeah mega <laughs> Bishop. Yeah. Something Bernard Jordan. He came and they had all of the uh, leaders of the church come to the front. I got up in the line because they said all the leaders come up. I was a youth leader. I was 16, 15, a youth leader. And well, I was actually younger than like 12, 13. And uh, you prophesied over me and told me I need to do this and this and this. And I've run out of church screaming. I'm like, man, I can't believe that. And people were like, I can't. That's great. And you know what you need to do. So uh, that like, you know, threw me into like where I was supposed to go in life. And I went mm-hmm. and, you know, they said, you're going to be successful in real estate. 
And and you know, he was kind of right. I own one property. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the bank own the property together. <laughs> kind of co-own it. Co-own it. <laughs> oh, oh, I got a shed in the back too. There, there you go. go. Yeah, Watch it's out. a co-ownership. There you go. <laughs> so uh, but yeah, but I mean that that was the type of environment I grew up in, you know, the healing services, yeah, foot washing services, you know, uh don't talk bad about pastor and um and then uh growing up, I grew up in the church. So, and I played drums. So, uh, everybody knew who I was. They saw me all the time. I was the guy, like I was, I was that young person that grew up in the church and everybody loved me. And they're like, Oh yeah, we need to find you a good wife. We need to find mm-hmm. you a nice wife. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little long winded, but I'm about oh, to, no, I'm no, about no, to... it's rolling. No, keep it. Keep it. Uh, I'm getting ready to close. You're ready so... to close. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny. This is what happened, man. Um, and this is like the the sh- really short version. I, uh, I, I started working at this place at Olive Garden, actually. And uh, guy I met, we he ended up actually renting a room to me and he had his friend and uh, his you know, Jay, friends, nothing happened. So I met her and I was like, man, she's all right. So started dating and then I brought her to the church and uh, it was bad because I was, you know, the the, the young black man that grew up i don't have no diseases i got a nice job i was working at the church full-time at the church doing video work you know and and all types of stuff i was a media technician all this stuff and then i bring this this lady around and she's white uh-huh. and everybody was like is 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 that you buddy are you okay is everything okay so i said are you uh, what do you place? mean <laughs> right <laughs> like are you okay this is before the second place this is before know, they started the you know they're like are you okay i'm like yeah everything is fine and right. on top of that she had two kids mm. so they were thinking wait a minute like you buddy you can do better that's really mm. what they were saying buddy yeah. you can do better yeah. and it's like we got all these chocolate ladies around here and you go out and pick her mm. they're like okay so that's when I started to my eyes started to be open and I started mm-hmm. to see, quote unquote, the black mold in the basement, you mm-hmm. know, to use that that Ooh. same uh, double, that same reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's kind of like, OK, I see what's going on. So then um, I remember one of the elders uh, actually uh, had an extramarital affair and it was a big to do big to do about it. The bishop at the time, you know came what came in they said all the all this all all the visitors get out the sanctuary we got to take care of something so all all the uh the uh, members were there the uh bishop walked the wife down the aisle and this ain't no short aisle this is the big sanctuary walking it down the aisle just shaking his head like this I can't believe it. and he just i mean just goes at that elder he yells at him says all this stuff but guess what still an elder Mm. still the elder after all of that wasn't they sat him down for like maybe a, a month or two and you know had a few council sessions but that was it mm. and i was like wait a minute like this is this is crazy so for me it was acceptable that mm-hmm. was okay and you know years later the the new uh, after the bishop left the pastor was there same exact situation mm. so <clears throat> it's you know extramarital affair the whole nine so i say all that to say you know all of that, there was no biblical, there was not much biblical anything. I can still mm-hmm. remember some of the teachings mm-hmm. and those teachings are, I mean, they're indelible. They're mm-hmm. indelible. And I am struggling a lot of times. Um, I think you mentioned that your wife was just having a hard time just praying. 
because mm-hmm. she didn't want to, you know, throw too many father gods in there because mm-hmm. that's what we're mm-hmm. used to. That's what we're used to doing. Degree and uh, so, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, um, and and it's it was difficult coming out of all of that into from speak those things to speak the things that that God actually have in, in the scriptures. So right. there's a lot of uh, I call it deconstructing. Um, yep. because that's really what I'm actually doing. I'm literally tearing all of it down, but I got to go brick by brick because mm-hmm. I have to make sure that as I am rebuilding with what the solid doctrine that I'm learning now, um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a long process. It's a, it's a hard process. I will say that cause I'm just so used to saying <laughs> some of those other things. And mm-hmm. I, my pastor, y'all, y'all can't see it. People can't see it on the podcast. My pastor gave me some of these looks and I, bet. I, I can tell he's holding back. <laughs> I can tell he's holding back. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I'm just, I'm just sorry. So, yeah. So, uh, just to kind of end the story, I de- definitely married her. That's why we have, have the four girls and the granddaughter with, um, left that church and uh, then went to a Methodist church. <laughs> so I didn't really get better. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we at currently. Oh no 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 no. Keep going. Uh, no. Keep going. All right. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I. You know what? You know what it is. You know what it is. My pastor does this. He just goes on these tirades, and I try to cut in and try to cut him off a little bit because he tells yeah. me to cut him off. But you I just gonna you. let me go. I'm going to let you go, big right. dog, because because <laughs> right. what I found, man, there's value in the story, man. And and Good. when when people hear the stages, you know, somebody else has, has been there. And so it's mm-hmm. going to help somebody to hear the stages and the transition. And, uh, and a lot of times when I'm a guest, people let me keep going. So I'm, I'm going to show the same uh, same courtesy. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. So, all right. That was a good little break. And so people yeah. are gonna say, this dude talked for 10 straight minutes. <laughs> so thank you. I appreciate it. So, um, yeah. So we left there. And uh, then I had him had this, uh, my, how my wife would say, this be in my bonnet to find a church that was diversified. So, mm-hmm. you know, have some ch- a church that was, you know, I wanted a white past. I want to see what that felt like. I wanted mm-hmm. to be able to go and have uh, a, a congregation that, you know, white people, black people, you know, mm-hmm. African, you know, uh, uh, all types of backgrounds and everything. So I found that church. It was a Methodist church. Um, ironically, uh, the, the pastor was very topical. So then I started to pay attention a lot because, of course, everything was topical in my other church. Everything yep. is topical. I'm going to talk about this for a couple of weeks. I'm going to talk about that. Yep. The Lord gave me this word. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. So then I started actually getting preaching where they would actually have points and um, he would have us follow along with his points. So I was like, OK, I started to kind of, you know, understand it. And uh, then we had probably four pastors because the Methodist church, they moved their pastors around mm-hmm. all the time. So yeah, we had four pastors and I finally landed on one that, you know, the one right before I left. And uh, <laughs> so I started listening to what he was saying. And then um, I was hanging out with some friends and mm-hmm. one of the uh, two, three of the friends I really knew well, one of the guys I didn't really know that well. So we just started talking a little bit and he said to me, hey, buddy, you. You, you ever heard of this acronym called TULIP? And I'm like, you mean like the flower? He's like, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's like, total depravity. Yeah, he just starts going through it. And I'm like, what is this? That, mm-hmm. this, that sounds like voodoo. And he's <laughs> like, no, nah, it's not. Let me explain it. So he starts to go through the doctrines of grace. And I'm like, I've, I've never heard that before. He was like, hey, man, here's a list of guys you should probably, you know, explore. So as I'm starting to explore these guys, I'm like, this, 
John MacArthur teaches completely different than any pastor I've heard. Vody Bakum sounds mm-hmm. sweet. And of course, he's like, Yeah, man, you didn't listen to Vody Bakum. He's brother. You know, you need to listen mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I like yeah, like his like his deep, forceful voice, too. I'm like, yeah, right. let me listen to that. And uh, you know, he said, but he said, whatever you do, don't listen to Paul Washer. So of course I gotta go listen to Paul Washer and Steve Lawson. And as, right. <laughs> and he said, but overall, what you should do is every day you need to listen to RC Sproul because the way he teaches, I think you'll like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So I started listening, I started listening more and more and more. And I'm sitting here like this is completely what I've never heard before. I love it 100 percent And there's a problem. There's something wrong with the church that I'm going to. It's not a biblical church. I don't see trustees anywhere in the scriptures. You know, I see a board of elders. I see pastor. I see deacons. But my church does not align with what the scriptures are are doing. So I'm sitting over here calling myself reform, calling myself Calvinist. And my wife is hating it 100 percent. She's like, dude. Like, don't come over here with that reform stuff. You know, don't come over here with that Calvinist stuff. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen to Bethel music and you're going to like it. And if you don't like it, you can go ahead and go into another room. Like, that's how forceful she was. And she would be she would turn that stuff on and she would listen to it all. It'd be it would be playing in our home all day long. Bethel Mm -hmm. music, Hillsong, you know, all of those different, uh, you know, preachers and speakers. And then she was listening to them preach. And in addition to that, she was involved with uh, Morning Star down in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And one of her friends actually moved down. A couple of her friends actually moved down there for the church. And uh, so she was going to their conferences and hanging out before we met. So that's the background that she had. So mm-hmm. we were literally butting heads 100 percent. And then it was like I just I, I just said to myself, I was like, you know, our marriage fell apart. You know, and not just because of, you know, that, but because of me being a knucklehead. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we started to reconcile and get back together. So I went, we went to a a step families conference because, you know, step families, what we, what we have. And when I went to the, went to the conference, I started to see a little bit of different theology with the conference that I went to. And I was like, wait a minute, these guys talking different too. So let me pay attention. But mm-hmm. it was also a big wake up call for her. Mm. So then we get back home. Everything starts to change. And then she's like, I don't like this church anymore. The preaching isn't any good. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> so she's, I, I don't want to go to that church. I'm I'm the men's ministry leader. I'm a musician. I'm all these things. All right. It's time for, it's time for us to go. <clears throat> Fast forward. I work for a window company and uh, we are homeschooling. So. Uh, they're having a co-op at my church. Uh, well, you know, at that time it wasn't my church. So conversation, Hey, buddy sells windows, go do the measurements, lost all the measurements, had to go back. And my pastor was there, Matt. And, uh, I said, Matt, what kind of church is this? He's like, Mm -hmm. what do you mean? I was like, is is this a reform church? And I never forget what he said. He said, we are reforming. And I was Mm -hmm. like, that's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Went to men's Bible study. My wife said I came back home with the, you know, the emoji with the hard eyes. She said I had, I had that on my face. And then she's like, all right, we're leaving our church. Where are we going to go? So we got to play. We got to go to every single one. I was playing at this other church that was singing nothing but Hillsong and Elevation music. And uh, she said, we don't, I don't want to go to that church. I was like, good, because I want to stop playing there as well. 
Mm-hmm. So she said, we got to visit all the churches. We got to visit them all. But it was one thing when we went to uh, my current church, Belcroft, uh, she said um, that, that that morning, uh, pastor preached on church discipline. Mm. He was going through systematically um, going through, you know, different doctrines in scripture. Church discipline was the one she said she's never heard that uh, done before the way that it was done. And uh, then he's like, well, you know, the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be going through the spiritual gifts, you know, speaking in tongues. I'm going through prophecy. And she's like, I, we got to come back. We have to. Mm-hmm. We have to come back. Uh, three years later, <laughs> I can't pull her away. Right. Uh, she doesn't want to leave town because we're going to miss our church. So, yeah, that was kind of like Amazing. the transition uh, from that. Um, but I'm telling you, man, it's not easy. Even now, it's not easy. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it like like just like your pastor said, man, still reforming, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, man, that's amazing, bro. I appreciate you sharing that. Never, never got the full story. I remember you told me it was a hard transition for your wife and and all of that. And um, and I think we even asked me about you know with us uh, how it went down, man. But it was really cool to hear that. Um, so before we hit this commercial break, um, well, actually, you know, we'll do it on the other side. So we'll be right back right after. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. this break. podcast is all about the beauties of God, the scripture, and the gospel. We draw attention to the graces of God and the everyday experiences of life and look into practical topics relating to theology, historic Christianity, the modern day church, and All right, we're back in here with my good friend, Buddy. And Buddy, man, I want you to, you, you kind of briefly talked about the podcast. Just give another uh, synopsis overview all of that of the podcast and then i'll get into the bar signature questions because i know you've been waiting to answer those so talk about the I, podcast I, man i've been not been waiting to answer those <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding so um the truth talks podcast is actually um a podcast that um first kind of came off of the fact that my pastor preaches for an hour uh maybe more sometimes just depending um but he has a ton of notes that you know that he has that he really can't cover in that time because you know when he digs into the scripture i mean he digs deep so um every single uh point he got he has to you know condense his his sermons uh to preach uh, so it really came off of him just having more to say and the podcast was kind of like that that medium for that. Um, and then in addition to him having more notes, I had my own notes and I had questions about that. And then I would also collect, you know, questions from 
uh, other folks in our congregation. And I would ask them on that on the podcast. Well, that's what was happening. And then in the midst of all of that, uh, uh, this guy named George Floyd died. Uh, the Black Lives Matter kind of uh, erupted on the streets. Um, conversations of race uh, came up. Uh, my pastor addressed them uh, in in a very biblical way, um, and in other things that he just you know could, because he has to address that. I mean, he had to actually pra- we had to practice church discipline. Uh, I asked him about communion and you know baptism and all those types of things. So now it's kind of morphed into the fact that now he is really uh, discipling me through. Uh, things that happen, not just in uh, a way that's personal, but also kind of like our response to what's happening in the world. So current events and things of that nature. So that's kind of what it's kind of morphed into uh, at this point. Um, for me, it's, it's very refreshing because, you know, I study scripture and I'm like, I yeah, I, I, I can read it, but I need help understanding it. So uh, he's just being uh, the good shepherd. Well, not the good shepherd, but a good shepherd um, walking me through and helping me to understand a lot of things and and how to form my biblical response and a firm foundation of belief, uh, the right belief as I deconstruct this uh, uh, black liberation <laughs> theology, liberating, being liberated from black liberation theology. I put it that right, way. Right, right, right. Give us free. Give us free. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yep. All right. So uh, let's get into the bar signature questions. Uh, these are three questions I ask all of my guests. First signature bar question is what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I am from Maryland, the DMV, DC. Maryland and Virginia. So uh, I grew up on Go-Go? the sound called Go Go. <laughs> yeah, Go Go. Yeah, I grew up on the sound called Go Go. And uh, I listened to that a lot. Uh, I used to play uh, in a Go Go band, a gospel Go Go band, mind you. Is that a thing? Uh, really? It's a, it's a thing, man. It's a thing. Gospel Go Go. I'm telling you, man, it's it's one of the things that uh, that that I regret in my life. <laughs> so the theology <laughs> that they were spitting, man. Oh man. But I love the the sound of go-go. It's just wonderful. Um, but you know, I, I still don't shake your head, man. It, but I'm sorry, I still, bro. <laughs> I was introduced to go-go at, in college and I was like, what is this? Who, who? Yeah. And, and cause it was a lot of, cause I went to Fayetteville state and you know, DC folks get to go anywhere for yeah. local tuition and so it was a whole bunch of people from DC there and at all the clubs they were requesting go go and it it I never I it, it never clicked with me dog I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, so I'll put it to you like this. There's a difference between what you get, the packaged go go that you get uh-huh. and actually going to a show. If you went to a show, you think totally differently. Okay. Trust all right. Me. I'll take your yeah. word for it, man. I you know, I trust your yeah. ear already, so I'll take your word yeah. for it. <laughs> and you know, of course I, I do classic hip hop, you know, the 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 nineties was is is my era. Um mm-hmm. and then uh go all the way to the other side and the Gettys and Sovereign Grace and yep. you know, very theological music is what I listen to. And I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Uh I love jazz, you know, old school jazz, big band and classical. Love classical okay. music. Yeah, no, I, it's not a curveball for me. I, that's all. Oh, that's in my 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 spear, man. Uh, yeah. Big band and uh, classical, um, mm-hmm. and then you know I like uh, a lot of bebop as well. You know, yep. more of the speed up side. All right, bro. Mm-hmm. So next signature bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? So uh, <laughs> I got a, I got uh, the Bruce Reed. 
Um, that is one that is definitely in the mix right now. And it's kind of back and forth because my issue is that I, I, I need to hear books as well. I'm not really good at sitting down and reading them all the time, but right. the Bruce read is one. Um, and, uh, it's a sales management book by Brian Tracy. And, uh, we, uh, me as a family, unfortunately, uh, very, con- very convicted by the Fox's book of martyrs right now. And that mm. it is tearing us up, man. Wow. And um, just hearing how people lost their lives because of, you know, the gospel is just mm-hmm. is very convicting and very heavy. Uh, but yeah. we're going through it as a family and it is it is interesting. So. Wow. Yeah. No, that's that's fire, man. All right. Last thing at your bar question. What podcast or sermons do you listen to? Uh, well, um, I listened to this one podcast. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called The Bar. Oh, so uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh every day kind of like my thing that i listen to every day is uh and don't don't uh don't get mad at me for this the briefing with al moeller oh Uh, (laughs) i'm i'm constantly yelling back i disagree albert i disagree uh Uh, cross politic cross politic i listen to mm -hmm. truth be known podcast Mm -hmm. uh your boy all things theology Mm -hmm. um relatable um, these are all things that are just in that I just listen to. I listen to everything on double time too. Yeah. Um, High and Silver presents the program's progress, and then the uh, my one of my favorite ones right now is the uh, from the um, <clears throat> from the uh, what is it called? Uh shoot. Oh, the MacArthur Center. Uh, the one about John MacArthur. I'm listening to that as well. So nice. Yeah, I got and Reform Meditations. I, I got to shout him out too. Reform Meditations. Got to shout Lee Jones favorites. out. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fire, man. That's a good list. That is a good list. You, I, I took you as a double time listener kind of guy. I, I, I don't oh, know man. why. <laughs> yeah, I just, I got to get through them. I got I got to absorb as much information as possible as as quickly as possible. So yeah. Legit, legit, man. Listen, bro, this has been fun. I appreciate you coming on, man. It was super, super dope to hear your story and have you share that with my listeners. And um, before we slide out, man, I'm going to give you an opportunity to kind of leave any words of encouragement, anything you want to tell the folks before we get out of here. Uh, well, I think that the best thing I should do is actually present the gospel because uh, even be though, you know, a lot of people that are listening probably already know it and have heard it and uh, rely on it, it's it's always good to hear it again. So uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ is this one. We serve God is holy. He cannot be near sin. Um, understand that he cannot be near sin from sinners that he's that he created um, because of what who we are. We are sinners. We are totally uh, incapable of saving ourselves. Uh, and with that, uh, we are doomed and, and bound to hell and bound to God's wrath uh, with God's wrath being in uh, the, our in our future. Um, There has to be a way for us to be able to uh, come away from God's wrath. And the only way uh, would be for us to repent and believe uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That good news is he died in our place and his and his his sanctification also uh, comes in our place as well. And that leaves us with us. We we have to make a decision now. Are we going to accept uh, God's great and awesome plan for us to uh, to be reconciled to him or we will will we? Uh, take our our wrath, take God's wrath, our our punishment, what we are due, and uh, spend an eternity in hell. So it's your choice, uh, whatever you would like to do that's on you, but just understand that there are consequences to your choices. So if anything, uh, we need to hear that once again uh, and every day and to repeat that and then share that with others. So Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
gospel is definitely important it is a daily thing i remember the transition you know when transitioning over people's like you know the gospel you know it's like no i mean i know gospel music like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) right Right. tell me the gospel like what what do you i don't that gospel man that's that's for new believers i don't need that Mm -hmm. yeah sure you don't need it every day no that's dope fam mm-hmm. i appreciate that to the bar listeners thank you guys for listening to the bar podcast your favorite podcast make sure you check us out every tuesday go to the bar check out the network uh just click on that network tab and also check out buddy we have a link to his uh, podcast in the show notes and uh subscribe give them a review as well as us and until next time you guys got blessed and we are out Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.